0: Welcome to the Linked Up Church Podcast. We are passionate about connecting people to God, family, purpose, and community. Today, Pastors Joel and Trish Gregory come together to deliver a life-changing message entitled Patient Faith. Get your pen and your pad ready and let's go into the worship center and hear what God has for us today.
1: So today we're going to talk about patient faith. Patient faith. How many of you know just because we're at the end of Connect 40, that's not the end of faith. It's really just the beginning in certain aspects. And so in our introduction, almost everywhere you find faith mentioned in the Bible, you'll also find patience. Because faith and patience go together, and they produce results every single time. They're like twins to me, right? You all know Taylor and Tyler, uh, who were here. Are they, are they in the building right now? Yeah. Are they? Are they? Can y'all? Can you all make your way up here as fast as you possibly yeah, put on, can? Put
2: on those tra- track shoes.
1: They both ran cross country. I just want you all to come stand right here in the front. Now they didn't even know what I was doing today, but I knew what they would do, <laughs> because they're twins, right? So you'll notice they both have on the same sweater. They both have on the same shoes same slacks I mean when you see one you see the other one right and and they don't do anything without each other right and they get results every time they're in agreement about something right they get the proper results because they realize in order for us to be the most effective we can be we need each other is that right ladies and they're single, too, if you're in the room. I just want to put that out here. Watch it online. You're in that 25 to 30 range. They have college degrees also. From the thank, University thank you, of Michigan. You, <laughs> la- From the yes. University of Michigan. Come on, let's give our twins a big round of applause, right?
2: You know, that makes me, that reminds me. This I'm dating myself, but how many of you remember that uh, cartoon back in the day, Wonder Twin Powers?
1: Activate. 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 Yeah form of a yes eagle yes Something form like of water <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. and so they produce results every time but but they go together and that's what I want you to focus on today so faith patience is a working power when faith has a tendency to waver watch this it's patience that comes to faith's aid to make it stand Listen carefully today. The power of patience is necessary to undergird your faith. And this will be clear as we go through the lesson. So let's look at two uh, opening texts today. First one is in Hebrews chapter 6, the 12th chapter. I'm going to read out of the Passion Translation. And it says, so don't allow your hearts to grow dull or lose your enthusiasm. So one of the ways to know that your heart is growing dull or you're getting weary is that you lose your enthusiasm. And so don't ever lose your enthusiasm. Every day you wake up and your feet hit the ground, You need to wake up with a sense of enthusiasm and excitement that this is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad. This is the day of victory, whatever it is. Don't ever let anybody steal your enthusiasm, but follow the example of those who fully receive God's uh, f- fully receive what God has promised because of their strong faith and their patient endurance. And so notice then, that word example means pattern or model. There's someone out here that has accomplished what you're trying to accomplish, Amen. right? And so if you want to be a millionaire, don't go ask somebody that's broke. Or that's not a millionaire. Or that's not a millionaire. And I'm not, I don't even mean that in a disrespectful way. The only thing I'm telling you is there's a pattern and a motto out there for you to follow. Right? But when you get in the presence of one, don't act like you know more than they do. Don't you do all the talking, do all the listening if you're not at least where they're at. It's a sign of pride and immaturity when you get in the presence of someone that's achieved and you're doing most of the talking. So so there's a pattern or a model of those who have received what God has promised. Why? Because of their strong faith, but not just their strong faith, their patient endurance. That word endurance there means fortitude. Fortitude talks about a mental and emotional strength when facing adversity. Now, you don't get mental and emotional strength without adversity. Right? It's kind of like my college coach used to say, you, you can take reps all day long. You can be in the gym and shoot till you're blue in the face. But until you have a defender in front of you and you've got pressure on you, come on, somebody. You don't really know if you're skilled and efficient at that until you face some adversity. And then are you willing to take that shot when everything is on the line? Let's look at James chapter 1, 2 through 4. New Living Testament says this, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, watch this, consider it an opportunity for great joy. Anybody facing any trouble right now? God's given you an opportunity to face that with a smile on your face, with a sense of inner confidence because you already know the outcome of it. Watch this. Next verse bears that out. For you know, that word know there is gnosko, and it means to understand or perceive. I mean, when you face adversity, you need some inside information. That's right. All right, you got to have something that you know that your enemy doesn't know. Right, That keeps a smile on your face even when it looks like all odds are against you. You can look at that adversity and say, I already know the outcome of this because of that inf- inside information that you know from the word of God. It says, "For well, you know that when your faith is tested, watch this, your endurance has a chance to grow. Mm. See, everybody wants patience and they want it now. But that's just not how this works. You know the way God's going to teach you patience? Is to teach you to endure while waiting. That's right. That endurance is not sickness and disease. It's this ability to get up every day and get in the word of God. Say what the word of God says. Believe it. Keep a smile on your face. Have joy. Come on, somebody. While going through whatever it is that you're going through. It says give it a chance to grow. Your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, You will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Something I want to point out here, people do things immaturely and too fast, and they never give it enough time to develop. And there's so many examples I can use here, right? Uh, If a person is trying to get out of debt, how many know you got to do that one bill at a time? Because there's some lessons you're going to learn over the course of time. That'll teach you and give you wisdom so you don't end back up in that situation again. A lot of us just want somebody, something to fall out of the sky. But but in those situations, when you get it too easy and you don't learn any lessons, you end up right back in the same situation again. Right? You're in a relationship. Single people listen. Develop first. You might say, well, I'm waiting on God. I'm believing on God. Believing God to get married. Well, what do I do in the interim? Develop. Develop. Develop as a husband. Develop as a wife. Come on, keep working on you. Don't just sit there and do nothing and say, I'm believing God to get married. Keep developing, keep maturing. And what will happen is two people that are developing and maturing, they have a way of finding each other supernaturally. God gets them together, right? Watch this now. Oh, now, the message Bible, let me read read that very quickly. Consider it a sure gift. Consider it a gift. Friends, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides, consider that a gift. They didn't say amen. And God said, consider that a gift. And then he called you a friend. When tests and challenges come at you from all sides, watch this. For you know that under pressure, your faith life is forced. Into the open, and shows its and now true it color. shows its true colors. Let's see. You don't even know who you are. You can tell me all day what you believe, but let's put yes. you out in the open where yes. everybody can see it. Now let the pressure Come on somebody. Turned, let that let, let's put some, let let the enemy put some pressure on that, and then you're getting ready to find out. See, God already knows what you believe. You need to find out what your true colors are in this situation that you believe I in I see your
2: true colors shining, shining through.
1: Because everybody believes they have great faith until pressure hits it. Yep, yep. Then those true colors come out. So don't try to get out of anything. Notice the same language, Ooh, prematurely. prematurely. See, see, getting married to have sex is not an answer. See, a lot of people do that because they want a bed partner. They want companionship. But if you don't develop and fully mature, hello, yeah. somebody, financially, spiritually, emotionally, what are you going to do when you get out of the bed?
2: Because the pressure of that is going to be put on you yeah, one gonna, way or another. One way
1: or another. So Whether it's
2: before or after.
1: Yeah, so, so, so now when we get out of the bed and we got to live life, what are we going to do now? All right. Can I get five amens on that in here today? It's real quiet in here. Watch this. So, so let it do its work so that you can become mature and well-developed. Watch this. Not deficient in any way. Mm. You do things too early, you still don't get a pass on your development. Now you just got to develop in the storm instead of developing prior to the storm.
2: Which can cause things to take longer. Longer. You know, yesterday we saw a movie that my cousin premiered. Uh, well, she didn't premiere, I'm sorry. She, we did a preview, and she was talking about afterwards how she fought to stay in a creative space. But she realized, because nothing was coming, but it wasn't her season. She had to develop, which is so good. So let's talk about some of the importance of this, this patience and faith. Number one, one of the keys is the importance of the patience Of patience with our faith the importance of patience with our faith Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 we know this all too well now when now now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen but faith is what Faith is an action word. So we activate our faith now. When we praise God in advance, we are activating faith now. now. When we sow, we're activating faith now. When we do things, we are activating that faith now. Faith is action. Faith is now. Faith is present. Faith is ongoing. For the just shall live by faith. Not only faith to do, but faith to see and know God is with you. But then it goes on to say, is the substance of things hoped for? Wait a minute. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Because when I understand, what what I understand about hope is that hope is future. And since faith is the substance of things hoped for, patience without faith has no substance. Because that faith is future. Which means between faith and hope, there has to be some patience. It's good. It has to be patience to develop and keep that hope alive. I was reading one of the commentaries, and it says, things hoped for are the things which have no present substance, therefore must be future. So you often hear people talking about, I'm hoping and a praying. I'm a hoping and a praying. <laughs> well, I mean, those two things are good, and it's quite noble of you, but it's not effective. Because hope is, is, is because hope is future, if you're praying, your praying has to be with faith. Yeah. So, the better thing to say is, as far as what you can do, I'm hoping and a faith in. I mean, I'm praying and a faith in. Right? It says here, it takes, the other commentary, uh, Adam says, it takes them out of, it takes, faith patience takes faith out of the shadowy region of probability and brings them into action actual reality. That's what faith I mean, patience with faith does. It takes things that were out of the actual probability into a sense of reality. Knowing and understanding that without the substance of faith, I don't, I'm not even going to read that because I've already said it. Nevertheless, my point is that when we have patience in faith, we are now empowered to endure, and now we're looking towards the future, and those things are cyclical. Faith, hope, patience, hope. Faith, patience, hope.
1: That's good, excellent. All right, let's go to point number two. We must be sound and developed in patience. Now, when you think about sound, I want you all to think about wholeness, and I want you to think about health. How many, of you know, anything that health that's healthy naturally grows. Right, And so we must be sound and developed in patience. Let's look at Titus chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. And this is Paul writing to Titus. I'm going to read out of the Passion Translation. Notice what he says to him. He says, Titus, your duty is to teach them to embrace a lifestyle that is consistent with sound doctrine. So what he's telling Titus is to teach people to embrace a lifestyle that's consistent with the word of God. I mean, if people don't know the Word of God, they should actually see a glimpse of it by looking at your life. We are living epistles that are read by men, right? And so what he's saying here, teach them to embrace a lifestyle that's consistent with the Word of God. And then he says here, lead the male elders into disciplined lives full of dignity and self-control. Urge them to have three things, a solid faith, generous love, and patient endurance. Now, those are triplets right there. So, we looked at twins earlier, but notice the triplets are generous love Mm -hmm. or solid faith, generous generous love, love, and patient endurance. endurance. So, patience and faith work together the way faith and love work together, right? Faith works by love, right? And so patience has a way of agreeing with faith the same way that love does. Each force plays a unique role in our Christian lives. And it's dangerous to confuse the roles of these two forces, substituting one for the other. So some people think, if I can just hold on. But how many know if you don't hold on in faith, you're going to stress yourself out? Hmm. A lot of people say, I'm just holding on, right? You're, how many of y'all have ever heard people say, I'm just holding on, waiting on? No, no. If you're not holding on in faith, right? So, And then other people say, well, I, I'm believing God. I'm believing God. But but then they're, they're, even, they're mean towards other people, <laughs> right? They don't get along with anybody. C- come on, somebody, right? And, and so they're trying to endure in faith, but their love walk is undeveloped. They're not generous in their love, right? And so I like to look at it this way. I, I love, when I tell you I love a iced, don't anybody give me gift cards either. I'm not saying this for this reason. But I love the iced matcha green tea latte. And there are three ingredients that have somebody says, say that right there. Like I was <laughs> preaching the word of God. but You know that ain't the word of God, right? She was like, say that right there. That's Hands went up and everything. Went up. That was like, ooh, glory, right? Well, why? well, I know this drink so well because I make it at home. So when I go to order the drink, I can tell when something's missing. Right? And so there are times I've ordered and I said, did you use oat milk? Oh, my fault. I forgot. I can look at the color of it and tell whether or not they put two scoops in there or three scoops. So as soon as the color comes, I ask, did you put three scoops in there or two? Can you put another scoop in there for me? And then the ice. How I many you know, it has to have the oat milk, the ice, and the green tea matcha in order for me to have my favorite drink. In order for you to get the results you're looking for, you've got to have solid faith. Come on, somebody. Generous love and patient endurance. And when it didn't manifest, you should be able to go back through that checklist and say, how's my love, walk?" That's right. Come on, somebody. Where am I really at? Am I really believing God for this? Am I really in faith about this? Right? And then am I patiently enduring, waiting on it to manifest? Because when we're
2: in faith, the onus of response is on God. And God responds to himself, which is why the word of God is so important, Right? So he's going to respond to you when you're confessing and standing on the word of God. But he's also going to respond to you when you are walking and living in love. So that is why we are to live by faith, not in what, just in what we do, but how we see life because God shows up all the time. It's just that we're so focused on the end result that we fail to see the kisses on the forehead during the journey. And then we get caught up, which brings me to number three. Trials and tribulations don't develop our faith.
1: God's trying to teach me something. That's why he put this on me. Yeah. He's trying to teach yeah. me something. You lying. Making God look like that, right? I
2: know. Again, God's saying, keep my name <laughs> out your mouth. Romans chapter 10, 17, it says in the New King James, it says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Ideally, the hearing, of course, it comes from the preacher, but how many of you know that the hearing needs to come from what you say out of your mouth? Which is why in your last days, when you have that account before God, he's going to give account to every word that comes out of your mouth. So trials and tribulations, they don't develop your faith, however... They can develop your patience. They can develop your patience. Romans 5, 1 through 5. You have New King James in your notes, but I'm going to read from the Passion because the Passion was just so good. Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. It says, Our faith in Jesus transfers God's righteousness to us. And now, and he now declares us flawless in his eyes. Say, I am flawless. This means we can now enjoy true and lasting peace with God. All because of what our Lord Jesus the anointed one has done for us. Our faith guarantees us permanent access to this marvelous kindness that has given us a perfect relationship with God.
1: Mm.
2: Wait, hold up. Wait a minute. Perfect relationship with God, but I don't get up and pray every day like I should. I don't get up and 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 and, and spend time in the word like I should. I slip up every now and then. The perfection of your faith is God's response to it. Which is why Jesus said if you just had the faith of a mustard seed, you could move mountains. That's right. Then he goes on to say what incredible joy bursts forth within us as we keep on celebrating our hope of experiencing God's glory verse 3 but that's not all even in times of trouble we have a joyful confidence say i have a joyful confidence
1: i have a joyful i'm
2: confidence. just declaring it knowing that our pressures will develop in us patient endurance that our pressures will develop patience endurance and know this pa- this this pressure and this patient endurance is nothing without faith here we go again those wonder twins right He goes on to say, and patient endurance will refine our character. Wait, hold up. Wait, hold up. Mm -hmm. Our patient endurance will refine our character, and proven character leads us back to hope. So God's not interested in getting you the stuff, the him or the her, or the this and the that, but he's more interested in developing character within you and as he develops that character within you, now you see an improved, a new and improved you, whereby now my hope is now reestablished, is deepened. And then I'm mixing it with faith. And in my faith, trusting and knowing that God is faithful, that I'm supposed to follow Christ. I'm supposed to be like him. I'm putting on the armor of God. I'm walking in the spirit of love. I'm walking in the fruit of the spirit. I'm walking in all that he told me to walk in. I am now adding to my character. And as I do, I'm seeing the scales of the enemy draw back. And I'm seeing the advancement of God in me advance and move forward. And this hope is not a disappointing fantasy. No. Because we can now experience the endless love of God cascading into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who lives in us. When he says tribulations, all tribulations is, is is the Greek word for pressure. And when he talks about patience, Pastor Gregory just talked about what it means, but when I looked up the root word for patience, it means, the root means to wait behind. That's good. To wait and stand guard behind the Word of God and behind God, ultimately the shield of faith. That's good. So imagine, you know, a couple of days ago we went out and took a quick little trip out to uh, Lake Oconee, and they went jet skiing. I was like, I want to kayak. I want to burn some calories. And so I kayaked. And I noticed that when I stopped, because I kayaked a long way. I was out there for almost two hours. And... Um, I stopped and I noticed that there was a boat there and the boat was anchored and I drifted and I was drifting closer and closer to the boat because it was anchored. Your faith
1: anchors you. That's good. Kind of like that right there.
2: And your patience, exactly. Your faith anchors you. And faith keeps you from, drif- I mean, and patience keeps you from drifting.
1: That's good. That's good. Excellent. Excellent. So, so then Jesus is the developer of our faith, not Satan.
2: Exactly. So,
1: so Jesus will never use tests and trials to develop your faith. Right. right. He's going to use the word of God. Right. Tests and trials develop your patience. The word of God develops your faith. Now, let's not ever confuse that ever again. Exactly. Not at linked up church. Put your hand up in the air and say, I will never say. I will never say. That God. That God. Put this test or trial on me.
2: That's a trial to on To teach
1: me something. To teach me something. Come on now. Let's God enjoy that so much. Let's give God a good praise in this place. Right? Exactly. So now let's prove that. Let's, let's develop that a little farther, further. Point number four. What's the difference between developing faith and patience? Let's look at that. What's the difference between developing faith and patience? Mm. What's the difference? Letter A Faith should be developed on the Word of God before the trial or the test comes. Did you all catch that? What did I just say? Most people wait till it hits them. Oh, Lord. And then then try to go get in the Word of God. Now, let's read Luke chapter 6, verse 47 and 48. I hope you all catch this today. This is why you need a daily word life and a daily prayer life. What you are doing is stacking days against what's coming. So that when it shows up, you are so prepared yes. for it. Come on, somebody. You are so ready for it. Your chest is so far out. Like you are like devil. If it's a fight you want, then it is a what? fight what? you are going what? to what? get. What? It is on now. Right? And that's the work you've been putting in prior to exactly. the test or trial. Look at what Luke 6, 47 and 48 says. Whoever comes to me and hears my sayings and does them. So not just the one who comes to him, hears what the word of God says. They also do it. I will show you whom he is like. He is like a man building a house uh, uh, who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock notice it didn't say laid the foundation on rocks or a rock or a rock it the said rock. the rock the rock of my salvation which means salvation. there's only one come on somebody the and what's his name jesus. come on somebody what's his name jesus come on say it like you mean it what's his name jesus. and there's power in that name come on there's authority in that name come on there's victory in that name He said, let let me show you who this man is like. He dug deep, right? Laid the foundation on the rock. Now, when the floods arose, the stream beat vehemently against that house. See, notice, there were other houses too. See, see, how many of y'all know a tornado can come down the whole block? And go right around. And go right, somehow it'll get to your house and go just like this. And then pick back up unless they got the same stuff you got. Come on, somebody. They got the same stuff you got, then it'll go by them too. But how many know it can hit the whole street and you'll walk outside and look back at your house? I don't know how. You do know how it missed your house because of all of that work you did on the front end. He dug deep, laid the foundation on the rock. When the floods arose, the stream beat vehemently against that house. It could not shake it. Why? Because it was was founded founded on the the rock. See, the rock is the word of God. The rock is Jesus, right? So that means no matter what comes your way, you'll still be standing. That's why Ephesians says, having done all to stand, stand. stand, stand therefore. therefore, right? Now watch this. Patience. So, so faith is developed on the word of God before the trial comes. Watch this. Patience is developed during the storm. Yep. Because how I many of we can't prevent the storm from coming? I wish we could, right? So, so we have to go through everything else the world goes through. We just don't go through it the same way. So patience is developed during the storm. See, this person knows his house will stand because of what it's built on. So it's almost like while it's happening, that person is still cool, calm, and collected, right? Because they know what it's built on. He knows he put in the work before the storm. Now he can allow, watch this, patience to ride out the storm. Mm. Oh. That's that thriving faith. Uh, yeah, I hope somebody caught that. Mm. I'm talking about why everybody else is in shambles, screaming, yelling. That person is just standing there letting faith ride that thing out. That's right. Saying all the right things. We are watching this documentary, and this, this these particular people, uh, they were sailors, and they got... Uh, lost or something. Their boat drifted out too far and they were lost and nobody could find them. There were four people on this particular boat and the captain of the boat told everybody on the boat, just do me two favors. Don't say anything negative and pray every minute of your time on this boat. Am I saying that right? I think so. I think I'm saying it right. The the, the two key areas was pray every moment of this time and don't let one negative word come out of your mouth. So so notice, that person is in a storm, but they obviously know something. I think it was just a couple of hours later, a boat just happened to be going by. A freight, a freight, yeah. A freight happened to be going by and spotted them. So imagine if they didn't have that cool calmness in the middle of that storm. So, So patience is developed during the storm. Faith is developed before the storm. Everybody clear? All right. So now watch this. So patience is developed during the storm. Let her see. The definition of patience is just one of them, but it's being constant or being the same way at all times. Mm. Right? You ever just seen people, oh, Lord, I can't, oh, Jesus, how did this, or whatever. They're just going, but now you ever seen people like that? Right, same situation can happen to somebody else, and they'll be just as calm and collected, right? And, and just as just know that God is on my side. And I'm not telling you I understand everything, but I know the outcome of this is we're gonna come out I'm victorious. Gonna be all right. It's working for right? me. And you can have two people. Same situation happened to them, but they respond completely differently. Let's read James chapter 1, 2, 3, 8. It Says here, my brethren, let me test your faith out there. Count it all joy. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Watch this. When you fall, 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 not if you fall, when you fall. Now, now this word fall here is different, though. It means unexpectedly. Mm -hmm. So, you didn't wake up that morning trying to. You're not planning. You didn't plan that. You you see what I mean? You just unexpectedly, anybody ever been there? Found yourself in a situation. Anybody ever been there before? I'm talking about day was going great and then unexpectedly something just showed up, right? He says here, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials or various levels of adversity. Knowing that the testing or the trying of your faith, so notice it's not even about you, it's about what you believe. And you got to have some inside information knowing that the trying, your faith is on trial. You're, the trying and the testing of your faith is producing something in you called patience a cheerful endurance, a continuous to to this ability to not quit even though this showed up and it sent me this way. I'm still believing God that I'm going that way. Come on somebody. It's this ability to say that's what I'm believing God for and I'm not coming off of that until I get there regardless of what shows up, regardless of what the enemy presents in my way. I'm going to wake up every single day, say the same thing I've been saying, do the same things I've been doing until I get there, regardless of what shows up. He says that the testing of your faith will produce patience, a cheerful endurance, a continuance. You can do that with a smile on your face. All hell is broke loose, but somebody will ask that person, how are you doing? And they will say, it is well. The Lord is on my side, and I'm not concerned about what man is attempting to do to me. Come on, somebody. I'm talking about an individual with a steadfast determination about them that nothing life throws at me will get me off of what I'm believing God for. do I have any people in here like that right now? I said, do I have any people in here like that right now? Because you have to have this about you. Verse four says, but let patience have its perfect or complete and finished work. Why? So that you may be mature and complete, lacking nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom Letty Max of God. Now this is interesting. Oh, that go. what we're talking about is somebody who slipped into or fell into a situation. Most of the time, what we pray for is how to, somebody to help us get out of it. And man, can I? Can I you think they? Oh, go, yeah, they can
2: handle it, babe. Online, you can handle it. Go ahead, say it.
1: I release you no, know. See, because what most people don't understand, watch this now. You ever been in a situation where you thought you were done with that part of your life and then ended right back up in the same situation again? Anybody ever been there before? I'm getting ready to teach you something. Now, you all ready for this? What you don't want is an instant fix because we're going to see you again in another 30 days. Yep, yep what you want is wisdom. That's why he said, let him of God. And right in the middle of the adversity, you want to go and ask God to give you wisdom while you're in it. Because it's the wisdom that he's going to give you that's going to teach you not only how to get out of it, but how to not get back into exactly. it. Exactly, exactly. Come on, somebody ought to give God glory exactly. in this place today. So if you ever want to become a person that stops repeating the same mistakes, I'm going to tell you, the only reason you keep repeating them is because you don't have wisdom. And God said, ask me for it. See, we say God delivered me from this situation. That's not what the Bible said. He said, ask me for wisdom while you're in it. Mm -hmm.
2: Wisdom, not just how to handle what's external but wisdom to recognize what you need to deal with internal.
1: That's good. That's good. Why am I responding the way I am? Why does this
2: keep happening to me? That's
1: good. Excellent. So if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. Watch this. Who gives to all liberally? He'll give you as much wisdom as you need for that adversity. And without reproach, it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith. See, Mm. I got to believe. Yep. With no doubting, for he who doubts is right back in that way. And being tossed, he doesn't have an anchor. See, doesn't have that yep, anchor that's like right. that boat. Doesn't yep. have that anchor. Uh, tossed, driven by the wind. Tossed to and fro. Well, listen, to, listen to verse 7. Let not that man suppose he will receive anything from the Lord. That's deep, isn't it? Mm. Why? Because a double-minded man is unstable Baby. in all his ways. And he who now comes some, to
2: God must come to him in faith, in faith. believing that he's a rewarder to
1: those that dil- diligently seek dil- him. Not tossed. Yeah. So, so think about that for a moment. Salad. That man should even, shouldn't even should even think he's, he's going to receive anything, anything from, from the Lord. Lord. That's right. That's interesting there. Don't even let it get in your mind. If you're not going to trust me, because see, sometimes the wisdom God gives you is not the wisdom you want. Oh, Lord. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody, because he might tell you to wait on that and develop a little more.
0: But yeah. you're saying, I want it
1: now. Yeah. Come on, somebody. He might tell you the way to get out is to sell the current one that you're in. And you're saying, I love it, but I, my kids were born here. It's got all the memories and pictures. Yeah. He, he might tell you, see, see, a lot of times we want... Well, I'm going to just move on. Yeah. Most of the time, the wisdom he gives you is not the wisdom that you want. And his way out is going to be completely different than your way out.
2: And you know why? Because oftentimes, the wisdom that God will give you will require some type of sacrifice. It will require you to think and to do things that you're not accustomed to, stepping outside of that familiar spirit. See, oftentimes we think that the enemy is out here, but the enemy is enemy. Yeah. And that's why he's saying don't be double-minded because we always, oftentimes we, we're in situations and we think we know
1: more than God. And it's like playing double dutch. That's amazing to me too. That's amazing to me. And then God is like this. You go ahead and do all that. I'm just when waiting for you to come doing to yourself. All of that, come on back to me. Yeah,
2: I, 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 I'll stop twirling. I'll stop moving.
1: Last until thing, you come. then move on to your point. A double-minded man—if you look that word up in the Greek—is two spirited.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: One day they love God. One day they. It love ain't that deep. <laughs> one, one day, Hallelujah. Next day, they they young Jeezy. They they don't know that one. That was well, too old. far. You went back too who far. Who is it today? Help me out. Who uh, is it today? Uh, who, who, no, you know. Who who, who. Yeah. who is it today? Antoinette. Who is it today? A little baby. Little baby. Yeah, the baby, little, the baby babies, the little baby. One of the babies. Little baby.
2: Big all, baby, all the babies.
1: Right. Little yachty, Everybody look. little. Little yachty, Everybody look. So so one day um, right. One day um, God. All right. <laughs>
2: Number five, number five, you have to know that God is faithful during your trial. You got to be so convicted that God is faithful during your trial. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, what's in your note again is the passion, but the message is just like pow, ghetto version right in your face. 1 Corinthians 10, verse 13 in the message, it says, No test or temptation that comes your way is beyond the course of what others have had to face. All you need to remember is that God will never let you down. He'll never let you be pushed past your limit. He'll always be there to help you come through it. He'll always be there. When? How often? Always. Always be there to help you come through it. Always. Always be there Always. to help you come through it. Sometimes we magnify the situation to be so big. Not that he put it on you, but once you institute faith, you're walking faithfully and in patience, he's there to bring you through. Yeah. Now, these scriptures reveal five very important things about, the, uh, about these trials. A, Testings and temptations are common to man. They are common to man. There is somebody who's gone through the same thing you've gone through.
1: That's right. And overcame
2: it. The enemy is not a creator. Let me serve you notice the enemy is not a creator. Nothing new. Nothing is new. Same tricks, different people. It's a matter of your aptitude and intelligence and knowledge of the scriptures whereby you can identify the trickery of the enemy, but somebody else has gone through it, which means that God has brought somebody else through it. So you have companions that can help you through the situation. God will bring people to give you wisdom and we all want to individualize it because see you not me and you don't know how that made me feel. And, and you know, I just don't understand how this has happened. I mean, I wasn't even doing nothing, Pastor Trish.
1: See, all that right there should help that person understand. All that response right there. You just got to know that you're not all
2: by myself. You know I'm going to sing at some point.
1: Let them, let them sing. Okay. Minister.
2: B. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: myself. Yeah. Do y'all know that song? That's a
2: very old song. That's like 80s, 70s, 80s. B God <laughs> Minister Bernard, I'm gonna get you. B God is faithful. It's not just a saying, it's not a cliche. God is faithful. He's never abandoned an assignment. He's never left a post. Now, if you're not talking his language, that's on you, not him. you never face anything that he with you cannot be overcome. And guess what? You even win in death. Yeah. Amen. You even win in death. Yeah. Win in death. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's the ultimate victory. Mm-hmm. See, God always provides a way of escape. He always provides a way of escape. Oftentimes, we just have to determine, we have to know and pay attention to ourselves because we, this, it's an issue of which one is louder. It's an issue, is your flesh louder or is your spirit louder? Because when we say we, we didn't hear from God, oftentimes, especially when you're in Christ, when you're a Christian, we oftentimes know that this ain't about to amount to nothing. Even when they done pushed your buttons and you ready to cuss them out, you know in the back of your mind, why are you doing it? Why are those words are coming out your mouth? I know I'm wrong, but doggone I just feel like it right now. <laughs> he always provides a way of escape, which is why he says, when you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, yes. you shall fear no evil. You're going to go through th- some things, but you just got to know that he's there to deliver you out of
1: it. Right. That's right.
2: D, always be aware when you begin to indulge in lustful and l- fleshly desires, your patience is failing. When you are indulging in your way, the flesh, lust, and lust isn't always sex. Lush might be potato chips. Lust might be shopping.
1: Lust might be 10 hours of football. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. Pray for me. Stretch your hands towards me. I'm guilty. Well, not 10 every, hours. Every Saturday and Sunday. Not 10 hours, but my
2: husband will have a football game on, his iPad on, his earbuds on, and his phone on, listening to a podcast, looking at football. That might be lust for some of us. Now, he takes care of business, but still. I'm, I'm guilty. Now, listen to this. This is what James, God is already up in front of it. James, the pastor, he says in chapter 1, verses 14 through 15, he says, but each one is tempted when he's drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then when desire is conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it's full grown, brings forth death. You know, and I'm just going to say it out loud, especially for single folks. You know, when you go back and forth with that ex. Don't look at me like that. You're going back and forth with Don't that what it. if.
1: Don't say it. Don't say it.
2: You're going back and forth with that X. And you know that that person's no good for you. You're trying to move on. You're God bless me. Well, he can't bless you because your vision is backwards. And then we, then all we do is delay what God is trying to get to us. If it's in the past, oftentimes it's not good for you. James 1:16 through 17 in New King James says, "Be not deceived. Oh no, E. I forgot to say what E was. Don't be deceived by tactics, ideas, suggestions and manipulations. Do not be deceived. No one is smarter than God. You are say I am not I am smarter than God. James one verses sixteen and seventeen in New King James it says do not be deceived my brother every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variable no variation or shadow of turning he says do not be deceived that word deceived the, the Greek word there is to roam or wonder to roam or wonder as in to think that maybe God didn't quite mean it that way what's up Abraham. Y'all remember Abraham? Mm -hmm. And then he says that every good and perfect gift, good, and this was so good to me. This is what I was trying to tell you yesterday. He was like, don't tell me, don't tell me, don't tell me. Just say it tomorrow. Good gift. When he says good, he says it it means beneficial, perfect, completeness, growth, mental and moral character. When it's good, it's contributing to your mental and moral godly character. It's not the car, y'all. It's not the house, y'all. It's not the bonus. It's not the million-dollar contract. It's the mental and moral godly character. And check this out. And he said, "comes down from the father of lights. He's calling himself the father of lights because he's, the word lights means to illuminate, to make known, to expose. So when, he, when you're exposed, he can be proud of you. That's good. He's not mocked. He says there's no variableness there. He's not fickle. He's not confused about what he has planned for you. Then he says in James chapter 1, verses uh, 12 12 and 13, blessed is the man who endures this temptation. For when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. To love him is to believe him, and to believe him is to endure with patience. Let no one say that when he's tempted, I'm tempted by God. For I cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. And that when he says there, he himself, whether it's coming from the New King James or the King James, actually the literal translation is that he cannot tempt himself. When he says he's not tempting himself, he's talking about the Holy Spirit that's in you. He is not about to tempt himself in you. He is not about to draw Holy Spirit in you.
1: That's so good That's so good.
2: To trip up. He's saying no, my Holy Spirit, the, one that cle- the, 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 the the one that's in there with you that gives you life, he's on assignment to make sure you stand up tall, not lacking anything. So I'm not trying to draw myself away from myself. That's, right. that's you and your
1: freaky self. that's, right. yeah, that's good. That's good. Let's all stand to our feet. Let's all stand to our feet. Do y'all get anything out of this today? Do y'all get anything out of this today? Okay, number 6 here. I can minister it to you while you're standing up. Finally, endurance will always reward your faith. So if you'll stay under with a smile on your face. Yes. Endurance will reward your faith. Hebrews 10, 35 through 39 says, Therefore do not cast away. That means to throw away or throw off your confidence. Notice it didn't say God's confidence, your confidence. See, people want to try to take your confidence. Keep your confidence. I say to myself every day, because there are how I many everybody doesn't want to see you win. How I many know everybody's not excited about your victories? I mean, sometimes people want to see you lose so they can say, aha, look at him, look at him, look at him. But I wake up every day and I say, Joel Gregory, you're doing a great job, pastor in Linked Up Church. Amen. Joel Gregory, I'm so proud of you. Joel Gregory, God loves you. I, I, I keep my confidence because I know life and people are trying to take it from me. Come on, look at your neighbor and tell them, don't lose your confidence. Don't lose your confidence. Something about that that's attractive. So, therefore, do not cast away your confidence. Why? Because it has a great reward. Mm. For you have need of endurance, cheerful endurance continuance, so that after you've done the will of God, you may receive the promise. So, notice you don't get the promise without doing the will of God. So, sometimes if it hasn't shown up yet, maybe I need to go back and check, am I doing what God told me to do about this? right? And then 37, for yet a little while, he who is coming will come, and he'll not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith. Watch this. But if anyone draws back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. And that word draws back means to withdraw from. Withdraw from what? Faith. But we are not of those who draw back. Somebody say, that's me. That's me. Who cower, shrink, or withdraw to perdition. You know what this word perdition means? To a state of spiritual ruin. Mm. So the person that's consistently dropping their faith, drawing back from it, quitting, ends up entering into a state of spiritual ruin. But we are of those who believe to yes. the saving yes. of the soul. Yes. Somebody say that's us. That's us. Come on, go ahead and give God some praise in this place Come on, go ahead and give God some praise in this place. Come on, use your words, too. Say hallelujah, glory to God. Come on, tell God he is good. Come on, tell him he's great. He's awesome and greatly to be praised. Now, I wrote this confession for us to end on today. Put your right hand over your heart and say, Father God. Father God. And I want you to say it like you mean it. Say, Father God. Father God. I repent.
2: I repent for
1: each time for
2: each time I have
1: fallen short I have
2: fallen short of your promises
1: of your promises simply because simply because I gave up I gave up before my faith
2: before my faith had time had time to fully work
1: Fully worked. I neglected
2: I neglected to feed
1: my faith to
2: feed my faith on the word of God on the word of God as a result as a result I began I began to give place, to, give place to, the
1: fleshly tendency to the fleshly tendency to become impatient to
2: become impatient when what
1: I really needed to do
2: when I really needed to do was
1: persevere,
2: persevere in, faith in faith and be strong and be strong I receive I received your forgiveness and cleansing your forgiveness and cleansing. And I ask you, I ask you to strengthen me, to strengthen me with, might with might in my inner man. In my inner man. So I can, so I can let, patience let patience have its perfect work, have its perfect work in, me. in me. I will, I will develop,
1: develop faith, faith and, patience. and patience. I will, I will inherit, inherit all the promises of God. Of God. For, my life, for my life in Jesus' name. In Jesus now, name. come on, if give you believe in, that, go in go and give God, give God praise. God. praise I receive it. God. Glory to God. Praise God. Praise God. Now, I just want everyone to lift up your hands and just begin to worship the Father today. And so, my prayer for each one of you is whatever project you set up for this 40 days is that you would receive the end result of it. And, Father, I'm just praying that you'll help them to develop endurance and patience, Father. So even if it didn't manifest during this six weeks, Father, they will not come off of it. They will not withdraw from it until they manifest it. In Jesus' name. Praise God. I trust that this message has touched your heart today. Listen, we don't claim to have all the answers, but we do know one answer. And his name is Jesus Christ. So if you don't have a personal relationship with him today, we want to invite you to do so. Or maybe you had one with him, you, but you've just gotten away and you're desiring to come back to Christ today. I want to lead you in a simple prayer today. If you would, repeat this after me. Put your hand over your heart and say these words. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that he died, rose from the grave, and he is alive right now. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and save me now. As a result of what I've confessed with my mouth and what I believe in my heart, I am right now born again and in right standing with God in Jesus' name. Praise God, we are so excited for you. We believe that today is the first day of the rest of your life. Congratulations, we are so excited that you made the decision to get
0: connected to God. Thank you for listening today. If this message encouraged or inspired you in any way, please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app and leave a review too. For past messages, updates, and more, please visit us at linkedupchurch.com or download the Linked Up Church app. You can also watch live services, view past messages, and see our dynamic content for children, youth, and teens on our Facebook and YouTube pages. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at LinkedUpChurch. And if you would like to support more of what we're doing, you can give online at linkedupchurch.com or text Get Connected to nine four zero zero zero. Thanks again for listening. Have an amazing week, and we look forward to connecting with you.